0: Oh my god if only my microphone would stay on okay welcome to a brand new episode of tlc talk you know i'm live on my tiktok and a brand new sarah frazier show podcast oh my god i mean first of all i have to issue an apology to tammy slayton oh my I'm, I'm sort of embarrassed like am i turning red on my tiktok live right now am i turning red my sources are shit apparently I, and i know what you're thinking what the hell are you talking about if you listen to my podcast you're literally like what are you talking about all right well sister w- 1000 oh, pound sisters is back okay so 1000 pound sisters season 4 after so much controversy because tammy slate nearly died so there was almost not a show it is back tammy was in rehab and there was a picture of tammy's weight loss and i, I There's a source of mine and I will tell you exactly what the source said. And so I went on my TikTok and said that the picture was fake and everyone came for me. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. I mean, did they come for you on TikTok? Your sources aren't shit. You don't know anything about Tammy. Excuse me. This is a Tammy Stan podcast. I adore me some Tammy Slayton. I love Tammy Slayton. I ride for her. I used to be, I used to weigh 200 pounds myself at 5'3". I lost 70 pounds. Now, that's not exactly like what Tammy's going through, but I know the struggle, okay? I am a Tammy stan. I will only stand for love. I mean, I don't know if I can really say that because I put up this picture and said, oh, it's fake. So I can't really say like, because that was kind of shitty. So, uh, from now on, I will I will love on my girl Tammy Slayton, except for if some if she does something crazy and we have to talk about her. So I'll explain the The Thousand Pound Sisters. I'll tell you about the season premiere last night. Did you watch? Did you like it? Sister Wives, there's lots of updates, tons of fallout from that Peyton Brown interview. So congrats to you know Johnny Yates, the YouTuber, really got it. He got it going. A three-hour interview with Peyton Brown. I'll tell you what, how Mary responded this week. So, you know, Mary responded. Gwendolyn has responded. I mean, like, that kicked up a hornet's nest. That kicked up a hornet's nest. Um, And then, what, oh, Milf Manor. Milf Manor debuted on TLC. So when I tell you guys there was so much hype about this show, oh, my God. You know, it was one of the biggest trailers ever released on television or the Internet. So when I say that, they put out a month ago. This would have been 1st of December, like right around Thanksgiving. It was hot. They put this clip out two minutes. Within 24 hours, it was viewed something like four, five, six million times. Huge, huge like debate. Every blog picked it up. Every news publication. There was a lot of hype about MILF Manor. Well, it debuted. Was it any good? Are people still talking about it? What was the twist? We'll get to all that. Let's address Tammy Slayton, we'll talk Sister Wives, and then we'll come back and we'll talk Milf Manor. So first of all, I'm gonna apologize to Tammy Slayton. I put up a picture, you can go to my TikTok, I will leave it up because it's all over the internet anyhow, a before and after, and I said it was fake. Why did I say that? I have a source that is very close to that show. I'm not gonna give any more detail because if I tell you the details, you'll know who this person is, But, but they are connected, okay? I can say that unequivocally with a fact. I texted the person that picture and I said, is this what Tammy looks like? You see her every single week. Is this what she looks like? And the person said, no, that's not what she looks like. Um, The last time I saw her, she did not look like that. So I said, because this picture was out there everywhere, um, I was like, this is fake. Like, this is not an accurate picture. And you know, we all do this, right? I manipulate angles all the time. Good for our girl, Tammy. Maybe she had done that. Maybe she hadn't. Oh my god. You guys, the video has been viewed like 600,000 times and people are fucking pissed. They're like, you don't know shit. I'm blocking you. So, okay, we'll block me. Um, but look, I I'm sorry. Okay, my I guess my source had it incorrect because Tammy's all over TikTok. You go you guys said to me on my on the comments, "Don't you watch her TikTok." I've caught her like once live. She doesn't post anything on her general feed. Why does she not do that? Well, she probably doesn't do it because they don't want to give away the huge reveal of how much weight she's lost. The bottom line is, like I could go on and defend this and blah, blah blah. But the bottom line is, I don't want to do, I don't want to do one single thing to set back Tammy Slayton at all. I love Tammy. I am rooting for, I told you at the start of this podcast, this is a Tammy Slayton Stan podcast. It's a Tammy. I am a Tammy. I love the Slayton sisters. A lot of people find this show disgusting. A lot of people in my life that are fans of my show in other capacities are like, why do you watch this garbage? It's disgusting. I watch this garbage because what Tammy and Amy and their family, who have all struggled with their weight for years, and as somebody who is a recovering emotional eater, I think it is a completely accurate depiction of a family that is living in Kentucky, not that every family looks like them in Kentucky, I'm not saying that, but I think it's very true to what some people in our country are going through as far as weight, as far as trying to have children, as far as dealing with their siblings, as far as trying to find love. I think the show is very accurate. A lot of people find the show disgusting. They don't think those two women should be on TV. I don't. I think it's actually quite empowering because we're inundated with beautiful people all the time on television, hence Milf Manor. We'll talk about that later. And I think it's actually a real depiction of two women that, you know, had a really hard time growing up. Their mom was overweight. They didn't have the best of childhoods. And now they're trying to make it on TV and show their lives, right? So I enjoy it. And the bottom line is, If anybody was offended, I am so sorry. And mostly I'm just sorry to Tammy Slayton because I don't want to do anything to set her back. The bottom line, and I know this for a fact, Tammy has lost 200 pounds. So, you know, we saw in the trailer or in, in the actual episode, episode one of season four, which aired last night, she had lost 100 pounds by the end of the episode talking to Dr. Eric Smith, which was like water weight, just being like, in the um, facility in Ohio where she's been for the past year. So she'd already dropped hundred pounds, but she was 700 over 700 pounds when she got to that facility. Okay. That's something that's just, you know, all everybody, her whole family was upset with her about. They spent a lot of time on her trach, I I have to tell you I couldn't watch the trach stuff. I, I can't even get my blood drawn without nearly passing out. So the trach stuff was really hard for me to watch. Um, they get they actually gave a ton of detail. Like she can't speak without the trach. They have to clean it out. Like stuff gets stuck in your trach. Did anyone I like anyone know this? Like it, it's very hard to watch. Like season four episode one. Be warned. It is very hard to watch. Meanwhile, Amy and Michael are like doing it like rabbits and they're pregnant again. So Gage is getting a brother who, of course, has already been born. But we're going to see that on this season. Right. These two. And, you know, Amy's gained quite a bit of weight. The person who's keeping it off the most in their lives is Chris, who is Tammy and Amy's brother. Um, so look, the setup is basically how close Tammy came to death. I mean, this woman does, like the, her sibling said it, The she's got like nine lives. I mean, she, she's been given so many second chances. She, she says herself, which of course, at the end of season three, she was like, uh, you know, she wanted to drink and smoke and like, I don't know, have, you know, online sex with people or whatever. Now she's like, look, I'm not ready to give up. Like, I want to live my life. So... I hear she's doing fantastic in real life. Now, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, you app from that shitty source that said that picture was fake? I have heard, and I will get you some actual concrete. somebody, I will have somebody on my podcast that directly knows Tammy, and we will get a real update so y'all can believe me. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. Um... People, okay, I'm on TikTok. You guys know I'm always live on TikTok too. Um, People don't realize that even with the gastric bypass sleeve, once you get pregnant, controlling the weight is even harder. Why did she need a tracheotomy? Why did Tammy need a tracheotomy? She could not breathe on her own. She was over 700 pounds. She could not breathe on her own. It was too laborious for her lungs, her heart. So the trach allows you, I learned this on episode one. I just can't even imagine them puncturing a hole through your throat. It just it opens up the airway. It gives like direct um air to your body if you're having a hard time breathing. Guys, it was I thought it was a really tough episode to watch. almost as difficult, but in a different way as Milf Manor. So they're back. We're gonna see what's gonna happen. Well, we are gonna see what's gonna happen, which is Tammy gets engaged. She gets married. We're gonna find out she meets she, she reportedly had met her current husband in the rehab. So we'll see how that goes okay um oh my god side note do I should I keep these shoes um by the way everybody on TikTok like should I keep these I can't decide Vince Camuto's seven and a half they're this amazing color green and they're bedazzled like the heels do I need these do I need these return them someone says <laughs> what? damn damn you really they were the last one at Nordstrom's in a seven and a half return them they're that ugly Fuck! I thought they were so cute do I really I think I have really bad taste I do I I feel like I have really bad fashion taste and it's never been so apparent living than living here in Los Angeles because everybody like people here dress really nice some of them I mean some don't care but wow I mean these were like these were a hundred dollars on sale 101 dollars. do I keep these um, I have two nose. Wow, terrific. Um <laughs> And your your sources are shit and your style is shit. Okay. Uh, Let's thank some sponsors And then let's move on And get into Sister Wives The fallout From the Peyton Brown interview Which is hot, hot, hot All right, Horizon Fibroids Guys, if you struggle with fibroids And you live in the D.C. region Dr. Will Neem is a top fibroid doctor He's unbelievable Horizonfibroids.com You can go to the website You can make an appointment And they accept almost all insurance But you might as well double check Before you go in The thing that is unique About Dr. Will Neem Is he is a fibroid expert. Lots of times we go to our OBGYNs to find out about our fibroids. And in scary instances, lots of times they recommend the only way to get rid of severe fibroids is a hysterectomy. Don't do that without seeing Dr. Will Neem. It's so permanent, you may not need a hysterectomy. So horizonfibroids.com, tell Dr. Will Neem that Sarah Frazier sent you. Um, the other th- sponsor I have to thank is Dr. McGee, cosmetic plastics in Bethesda, Maryland. All my Maryland fans, um, Virginia, DC, he's a top plastic surgeon. Now's the time to book that mommy makeover maybe for spring break. Like, get ready for spring break. Do it now. Get your boobs done, get a tummy tuck, liposuction. This man is board certified. Incredible five-star reviews. If you don't believe me, do your own research. I always encourage you. Before he takes on any new client, what's unique about Dr. McGee is he has you come in for about an hour and a half consultation. He wants to know why you why you want to do it, your body type, your health. They're unbelievable with eyelid surgery, mini facelifts. Your 40s is a great time to get a facelift. And as soon as I have my second baby, I am totally getting a little facelift. Just a little, just pull it and suck it. Your 40s is the time to get that facelift. Why? Cuz you got longer to enjoy it and you'll see better results in your 40s. New patients get 10% off when you mention the Sarah Fraser show. You can follow him on Instagram, Dr. McGee DC. See his work. Okay? See it there. Instagram Dr McGee DC cosmeticplastics.com. Sarah Fraser show mention it and boom. You will get 10% off. All right, let's talk sister wives. So last week, huge fallout from the Peyton Brown interview, right? So Mary had her birthday, basically shading the interview by saying, I'm hanging out with the people that really have my back in my life. Um, And then Gwendolyn Brown came out and says that Mary got violent with McKelty amid abuse allegations and called her scary, but denies that she got abusive with anybody else. So, and if, you, if you're, like, wondering what, what, what am I talking about, Peyton Brown, of course, Christine's son, Christine and Cody's son, did a three-hour YouTube interview and got right into it. And basically says he credits Robin for saving all of their lives because Robin made Cody aware of the fact that Mary was abusive, very physically abusive to the kids. This is what Peyton Brown alleges. So Gwendolyn Brown now claims that Mary got violent with her sister McKelty on one occasion following the shocking abuse claims made by Peyton. Peyton, while answering fan questions on her Patreon, so Gwen has her own Patreon show. Um, Growing her up, up around the Lizzie's Heritage Inn owner was really like, Scary as a kid, she says, but she never attacked me. This is Gwen's quote. And I only saw her violent once. She allegedly, according to multiple reports, and that was a long time ago, uh, Mary had moments where she was rude and scary, but I don't remember her getting physical with anyone except McKelty. And that was only once. I believe that everyone deserves a second chance. I don't know anything about saving anyone's life. Honestly, she was met with more dislike than anything else. She's referring to Rob TLC personalities latter comments are referring to Peyton's statements about Robin who he alleged was an extremely abusive relationship with her ex-husband and was able to see the signs of abuse and she is the one that alerted Cody there you go so that fallout and everything continues Mary turned 52 by the way And she said, I'm hanging out with a couple of my favorite people in the world, many laughs, lots of good conversation, and tons of good food. On days like these, I'm reminded again of the humanity of people with good and honest hearts, the friends who have your back and stand up for you, and the general goodness in the world. Ooh! I mean, are those really shots fired? Mm, Not really. You know, but anyway, but Mary is like, Mary's responding to it. So there you go. Um... And so is Gwen. So is Gwen. So it's, you know, it's a little back and forth, right? Everybody, and I mean, I guess this is like any family dynamic or any family discussion. One family member has certain feelings towards it. Another family has, another family member recalls it like a different way. Um, One of your questions on TikTok was, was Peyton being truthful though? I mean, I just... I don't know. I always believe people, for the most part, when they say like they've been, they've been abused. I mean, I, I think there's no love loss. I mean, um, and then Jr. said, "Did you see where Peyton got in trouble and had to cancel some interviews?" I'm sure he did. I mean, there was like that was like a huge interview. I mean, that was that was big. Like that's still going everywhere. So, anyhow, I, I think. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Doctor John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Doctor John's podcast because he was doing the topic of Are Youth Travel Sports Ruining Families? Well, Doctor John Delani has over twenty years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions, and this is actually Um, no, I'm sure he, I'm sure he had to, I don't think TLC is nervous though. I don't know what they'd be nervous about. Um, I don't know. What do you think TLC would be nervous about when it comes to sister wives? Um, the other thing that is being talked about on the internet, lots of rumors that Shida and Bilal are pregnant. Shida and Bilal have not confirmed this, but I have to say, I think that they probably are pregnant pregnant um Shida posted a picture of her doing yoga with like a big kind of scarf around her belly everybody said like if there's a perfect way to show that you are um pregnant or trying to hide a pregnancy so good for her I mean I think we're all rooting for them to be pregnant right she wants a baby so badly she's going to be form you know 40 um everybody knows how difficult Trying to get pregnant can be, so I'm really hoping Shida is pregnant. And I think, again, no, nothing has been confirmed, but I would say they they are definitely preggers, which is really really great. Um, Bilal seems very uptight, so I don't know. I mean, best of luck to them and that child, but you know, yes. He has two other kids that seem sweet, so maybe it all works out. Caitlin says, TLC, just nervous about public fallout if there was abuse. Obviously, the Duggars was very different. Yeah, the Duggars was, I mean, that was like sexual abuse. Oh, my God. I mean, Josh Duggar was so predatory. Um, I don't know. I think it's so different with the Sister Wives story. I mean, now you've got Gwen kind of downplaying it. And I think they're going to downplay it for sure because – they all make a ton of money off of that show, especially Sister Wise. We're talking; they're going into season. They're already filming season eighteen. So good for them. I mean, get their coins, and you know, Mary will probably respond to this in season eighteen. These these allegations. So we'll find out more. Um, okay, I was so excited about this show, Milf Manor, Milf Manor. Um, oh, by the way, people are on my TikTok and they want me to mention the Crisleys. What about the Crisleys? Do you want me to talk about? Because I just think that they're scum. I mean, by the way, has every has anybody on TikTok? Oh, I gotta find the woman. There was some woman that did this whole big thing about how our justice system is so messed up that the Crisleys are serving fourteen years in jail for tax evasion and wire fraud and oh, you know, making up W two forms. Like, you know, it's so disgusting. Are you fucking kidding? Don't break the law. What do you think is going to happen when you mess with the IRS? And of course, they're going to make examples of people. And of course, they're going to make examples of celebrities because they don't want the average person to, oh, I don't know, fake W-2s, fake tax returns to get loans that they could never pay back and scam banks. Oh, my God. Somebody find me this woman on TikTok. And she's so, And and what drives me... I hear you. I'm supposed to be talking about TLC and now you got me on a rail the <laughs> I'll get back to MILF Manor. But what drives me fucking bananas about the Chrisleys is they use religion, they use religion to, as a is a crutch to their bullshit, that they're they're criminals. Just like Jen Shaw's a criminal and just like Tom Girardi is a criminal who also belongs in jail. And I don't know how Tom Girardi has not been arrested. You know, I mean, give me, and they always, oh, the Lord, the Lord has a plan for us. The Lord has a plan. Fuck you. You knew right. If you're so Christian, if you are so Christian as you say you are, you knew right from wrong long time ago. Long time ago. A lot of us would love to be reality show TV stars and own three homes in Nashville and have a, and fake Range Rovers and all this bullshit that they stole from banks and like other lenders. A lot of us would love to be doing that. But hello, we actually have a moral compass from God and we don't do it find me the biatch on TikTok that did this whole thing and and oh the justice system is so messed up and the justice system is are you fucking kidding like I love I love how we're in this complete era of like people commit crimes all the time and then when they get caught it's like oh my god I can't believe I got seven years like how about this don't do a fucking crime how about this Americans are the most generous human beings ever. They would love to help you. If you need help, there's so many people that would help you. Todd and Julie Chrisley are scam artists who wanted to be on television and be- and further their children along by stealing from people. They belong in jail for a long time good. And any dummy on here, okay, I can't I shouldn't call that <laughs> way. Anyway, our, I love it. I love when people go, our justice system is rigged because the Crisleys are going to jail. See, and good for Mar- Martha Stewart got greedy. These people are greedy. They should go to jail. All of us would love to be scammed. All of us would love to be driving in Range Rovers and living in mansions in Nashville, but we don't because we have this conscience. We go to work. We do what everyone else does. You try to get better. You try to be an entrepreneur. You try to make money the real way. Like screw the Chrisleys. I don't. I don't have any empathy for them. Like, sorry, uh, you know, I don't. I love Todd. I. I used to love Todd. I. I still like. I still Todd and Julie. They're an amazing television. They're great for reality. TV. I think they're so entertaining to watch. Todd is so entertaining to watch. But his own family, his oldest daughter, came forward and said, like, she cooperated with the FBI until she stopped cooperating with the FBI, and then you know, reconciled supposedly with Julie and and Todd. She said Todd was such a narcissist, she was terrified of him. Back to MILF Manor. MILF Manor, um, a lighthearted show about MILFs. Women, and what is a MILF? You know, it's a mom I'd like to fuck, all right? So it's these moms, they're divorced, they're widowed, and they they go to this island. TLC has put this show together. TLC, I give TLC credit. What I love about TLC more than anything is they will go there. They will do the craziest Goddamn entertainment! Like they will do it. They're like, fine. They're like, dilfs you want to fuck, moms you want to fuck, like anything. If they believe me, if they could capture one alien and get that alien dating somebody like in France and be on ninety day, like they would. I love them. So they introduce this show, and it's going to have a twist. Okay, we find out on Sunday night. The twist is it's all their sons. If you if this wasn't the creepiest forty five minutes, it took me. But you know what's weird? It had it did have a twist at the end. It was so uncomfortable to watch, wasn't it? When when they unveil all of the sons and the sons are, the, I mean, and the, the women are like in their fifties; they're all beautiful. But you know, you're sitting there with your 22 year old son, and it's so weird. They're like, "Mom," and then they're all, and they're they're all like weirded out. Then they do this bizarre exercise where the. the Two of the couple, two of the, two of the MILFs are going to get like more of a, um, you know, I want to say fantasy suite, but it's not really a fantasy suite. Like it's just a suite at the hotel where it's really nice. If they can be blindfolded, feel their son's six packs and abs and identify their son by feeling their abs. Is this not the most, my husband and I watched, my husband was so grossed out and I was thinking about my son who's almost two, like, and he, when he's 22, like. I don't know. I give these women credit. Now, some of them have really great stories. One of the women from New Jersey, you know, sadly, her daughter died. We don't know yet. Charlene. Charlene's, like, so beautiful. Paolo. Paolo's gorgeous, too. Kelly's a mom. Shannon Diggs is a mom. So young. Um, She's hysterical. 51. Stephanie. I mean, they're all super attractive, right? And, of course, the really wild card is this woman. April Jane is on. April Marie And then Kelly is this, like, your typical, like, blonde, um, you know, like, complete cougar, right? So, what was weird, by the end of the episode, I was kind of into it. I was kind of like, you know what? I could, And so were the guys. These guys, at first, they were like, this is gross. I was not looking, I wasn't, no, I didn't think this is the way it was going to go down. And then, by the end... They're like all making a play for Kelly. Like Kelly's already romancing one of them. Kelly's like almost made out with another one. Now I'm kind of like, okay, I sort of can see it. Like I'm a little bit invested. And then of course the moms are there. So they're confronting the um, other moms. I was like, all right, you know what? Once I get over the initial hump of being so uncomfortable, because it is the most uncomfortable television you will watch ever. It makes Big Ed... Look less creepy. It really does. It makes Ed look like not creepy at all, actually. It's so creepy. But then by the end, you're kind of like, you know what? I'm sort of rooting for them. I don't know where this show goes. I don't see how you get a MILF Manor season two, season three. I mean, are they going to be able to, it's such a niche. Are they going to be able to cast more people? I, I just don't know. But, and you know, but good for them. I mean, look, older guys date younger women all the time and we don't bat an eye. I think it's great these women are out there. I love Kelly. She knows what she wants. I want Charlene to have like her little come up and like get a little, I just, the thing that, and I guess maybe this is just society, so I should get over it. The thing that's hard for me is like, I just, I, like, I like a younger guy, but I'm talking like, I have, I have a 10, five rule. I go 10 years younger. Wait, no, other way around. <laughs> five years younger, 10 years older. Okay. So, meaning I'm 40. I would date somebody 35, no problem. I'd go 34, maybe 33. Beyond that, like, I just, I don't know. But I've always had an old man, like, thing, like, fetish. So, I, but old guys are old. So, I, it's just, no. And now I'm married. Oh, by the way. Um, And then I have a 10-year-older. Like, I would go 10 years older with a guy. But that's it. But, so, I give these women credit. Like, I guess if I was, like, drunk enough, because I'm sure they get tons of booze here on Milf Manor Island, I... Like, I'm sure I'd make out with the guy. Like, the the sons are, like, young. Like, they're young and cute. They're all, like, good-looking. Paolo's son is, like, the hottest. He's the one getting close to Kelly. And you know we're setting up for, like, Paolo's son to, like, disobey her and go out with Kelly. Like, I mean, these – I cannot wait to have these people on my show because you I guarantee you these, like, young sugar babes, definitely – somebody had sex with, like, Kelly. I cannot wait. Um, okay. And then we have somebody on our TikTok who's 40 and her husband is 33 and she doesn't recommend it. Why? Why don't you recommend it? Tell us, tell us. Kelly is out of control. I hope this show is canceled. Um, uh, people are very annoyed with the Chrisleys. Ugh. We, the people are paying for their lavish lifestyle. I agree. I think it's amazing. How about um, when they felt up their sons? Lori, most, it was the creepiest part of the, the episode. When they felt up their sons, it was like, this is so fucking weird. But like after that scene, then I was sort of like, all right, I kind of. I'm into it. The blonde mom is out of control. That one is Kelly. People th- think ripping off banks is a victimless crime. Why do you think interest rates are so high? All right. Well, I don't know if they correlate to one or the other, but I can tell you right now. I mean, to me, it's like – you never mess with the IRS. Like, the, the problem with the Chrisleys is they faked IRS tax reform. So you start getting – you get the feds involved. Why would you fuck with the feds? Like, everybody knows. And this this woman on TikTok is like, the, the government has unlimited power. Yeah, they do. That's why if you – why would you steal from them? Like, what do you think? Like, they're not going to use their re- – this woman is just so – it's so dumb. This woman's, like, three-minute plea to support the Chrisleys. I'm like, exactly – Everybody over the age of 18 knows, what do you do? You pay, the biggest thing you do every fucking year is pay your taxes if you don't want to be in shit. Every, everybody knows that. It, sorry, it's the price you pay of living in basically any country. Don't even get me go. You guys got me so fired up on the Chrisleys. I can't believe it. I sound like this raging lunatic. Um, why do people go on to TV with all the dirt that they're hiding because they're narcissists. They love it. Todd Chrisley is a complete narcissist. I love Todd Chrisley for years. I love Todd. He's amazing entertainment. Jen Shaw, complete narcissist. Todd Girardi. These people, what happens with crimes is they be, now how do I know this? I I feel, because I've watched a lot of Dayline, that's it. This is my theory, all right? I don't know this. This is my theory. My theory with these criminals are, Jen Shaw, all of them, they steal $5,000 and they get away with it, right? $5,000, a lot, not crazy, right? But nobody, nobody notices five grand. The banks don't notice, the client doesn't notice. So you go, oh, all right, well, here's another five. Nobody says anything. All right, you know what, we're going to up the ante this month. 15000 15, nothing happens. So you begin to build up your confidence and you go, Oh fuck! I'm not gonna get caught. Jen Shaw was a criminal for almost ten years before she was arrested. You know how you know Todd Crisley? Ten years. So you you begin to do it and you begin to feel confident. Tom Girardi. Look at Tom Girardi. Twenty years of being a criminal, long before he even met Erica Jane. So you get your confidence up and then you go, oh, who the fuck is gonna touch me? They don't know. They don't know. Mm-mm, not gonna happen to me. I've covered my tracks. And then it's like the feds always come for you. And then that moron woman on here, oh, pray for the Chrisleys. No, I'm not praying for the Christ. No, I'm not. Okay, you're not going to use Jesus, you know, a, a man who lived in poverty, P.S., to help others. You're not going to use his good name to try to get people on the fucking internet to pay pray for the Chrisleys. No, there's a lot of other people out there that need real prayers who are honest human beings. Give me a break. Do not let me find (laughs) one. Get me off the internet. Get me off the internet. Bad connection. Bad connection. Let her cancel. Cancel. I've already been canceled with this Tammy Slayton photo now. I don't need any more drama with this woman, but I'm about ready to duet her. (sighs) Hi from San Diego. Hi. Oh my God. Con artists are so bold. They have no morals. Exactly. They have no morals. That's right. The The rest of us are here. Believe me, I want a Range Rover and three houses in Nashville. But I'm too honest to do it because there are real people behind your scams. Can you imagine being Tom Girardi? What he did to people playing victims—you you you could really do that and go to bed at night? No. All right. Okay. See, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I'm I'm out of control. Um. Oh, on I saw Savannah on her podcast said that it isn't fair that they got more time than Jen Shaw. Girl, what does it matter? Y'all are all—they're all criminals. They're all criminals. I feel I feel bad for Savannah. I feel bad for the kids. I feel horrible for Jen Shaw's child. How awful that you, or children, that your parents did that to you. It's terrible. And what do you say to people? Because people, whenever those kids, wherever they go, and the Chrisleys too, I feel bad for those Chrisley children. Wherever they go, everybody looks at them and goes, oh my God, yeah, remember when your dad was in jail for 14 years for fucking with the feds? I, I mean... You know, you don't hold it against them, but how sad for Savannah. I'm sure Savannah is, like, so confused about it. And poor Jen Shaw's kids. Wherever you go, people know exactly what your parents did. It's awful. that That's the thing, is why those parents would do that to the children. It's terrible. Um, Savannah and her brothers are grown and probably should be in jail too. I don't know anything about that. And the real victims are the families. And that's, you know what, that is the upsetting part about these stories is none of the victims get highlighted Uh, you know I mean some of them have on these Hulu specials on these ABC specials because ABC has done a special on Jen Shaw ABC has Hulu did a special on the Girardis on on Tom and Erica but none of these victims you know follow their lives how difficult their lives are you know that's that's what's like and Todd you know Todd and Julie ripped off banks, right? Ripped off banks. They ripped off that guy that Todd was sleeping with, who then Todd came on their podcast and said, oh, I'm not gay because this guy's ugly. And if I were going to go, it's just so foolish. You know, it's like, Todd, Lord God, we, uh, I don't care what your sexuality is, but it just is so foolish. I know, and I feel bad for Tom's mom. And you know what's sad about Todd's mom? It's that, and this, this is what people don't realize about their consequences. It's the people in your family. Todd's mom is getting older. I pray she lives 14 years to see her son get out of jail. But you know, that might be the last time they surrendered themselves yesterday. That might be the last time that Todd sees his mother outside of jail. Isn't that horrible? Why would you do that? You all worth it for what? Being on TV for six years, you don't have a pot to piss in now or a window to throw it out of. So you live large for five or six years to destroy your family for the next 20? Uh, You know, I just, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I don't, I don't understand. And they had that, you know, daughter today. The Chrisleys adopted, you know, that their granddaughter there. I mean, how horrible to do to an eight or nine-year-old, you know? And then they want prayers from us. Fuck yourself. You want us to pray for you. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And Jen Shaw's the same way. I'll be vindicated. I'll be No, you won't, bitch. You're a criminal. And you know what you were doing for 10 years. Same with Jen Shaw. Her mom's older. Her mom has to watch her go to jail and pray that she lives long enough to see her daughter get out of jail. How horrible is that to do to your mother? Okay, I have to leave. This is it. I'm really leaving. Because I don't want to be on some soapbox. It's just, it just, I am not, I am such a flawed person. I just, it, They're so, it just drives me insane when people steal from people and like, there's just no need of it. There's so much money in this world. There's so many ways to make money. There's so many people that want to help you. These criminals and narcissists, it just, it gets under my skin so much. And because they continue to go on television and want empathy. And I'm like, no, we need to be publicly shaming them, but no one does. Everyone wants their autograph. All right. Bye. Um you can follow the Sarah Fraser show for more at the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok bye everybody